Heyetta, do the fundamentals still work? In real estate, they certainly do. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We are excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And together we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and some tactics that we all deserve. You, I, everyone, so we can turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we live the best life possible. That includes living the best life possible in relation to your real estate. And so we're going to consider this time, we're going to do something a little different this time, actually. We're going to consider that we've learned that the fundamentals stay the same in real estate, even if, probably in everything, actually, Mm. even if legislation and tactics and strategy changes, the fundamental ones stay the same. Yeah, it's back to basics many times, right? Even when the rules change, quite often the fundamentals don't. Right. So one of the fundamentals, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm just thinking of a story. Oh, but I already have so many of those in my head. Uh, Mr. Wooden, Coach Wooden. Yes. Every year, I mean, he's teaching championship teams, right? Mm -hmm. And do you remember the lesson he teaches them? The first lesson he teaches his players every year. I don't remember what it is, but I know it's something super basic, like how to put on their jersey or tie up their shoes or something super you're, you're simple. You're so close. It's how to put their socks on. There you go. Because if you don't put your socks on correctly, you'll get blisters. And as soon as a basketball player gets blisters on their feet, they're no good. You can't play a great game of basketball when your feet are sore with blisters. That's perfect. That's a fundamental. That is a fundamental. So where we're going to talk about fundamentals is in relation to real estate. And this one's going to sound maybe fascinating because the first time (laughs) I heard it, I thought they don't know what they're talking about. And yet they actually did. And who they are is coaches, our coaches at the time. So kind of like Coach Wooden. Mm -hmm. And the coach said, you cannot, Ken and Yetta Decker, over communicate. It's like, what? What do you mean I can't over-communicate? And what we've learned over the past, well, 35 years, but more importantly, we're looking at kind of what are those lessons we've relearned or ingrained in a deeper way into our being that we've learned from our clients, that we've learned from the experiences we've had and evaluating those experiences. Mm -hmm. Well, let's, let's set the frame, the framework a little bit because We're now about four, four and a half weeks into the new TRESA rules that real estate agents are working under, right? And that's why we thought, well, let's let's see how we're doing business, whether it's really changed that much. Even though it's the biggest changes in organized real estate in a hundred years. Yes. And the disclosures are different, but we're still disclosing. Right? The forms are different, but they're still forms. And primarily, they have the same kind of content. Just stuff has shifted. They've added some words to, to fit the legislation. There's a lot more disclosure. 
Okay. And a lot sooner. And a lot sooner. And buyers actually get the choice to make sooner, whether they want to be represented or self-represent. And so all that's sooner, but is similar. And, the, and then we thought, well, what about the fundamentals, right? And that's where you're coming around, the communication. You can't over-communicate. And one of the things, like, when we do this radio show, is sometimes things might seem repetitive to us. They right? often seem repetitive and, to us. And we work diligently at bringing fresh material, a fresh way of presenting material, because the fundamentals of real estate haven't changed, right? And we were just saying, how long have we done the radio show on CHRI? 13 years. 13 years. So the fundamentals of when we got in business, or I got in 20 30 no. years ago, and you got in 35 years ago, the fundamentals of communication haven't changed. People haven't changed that much. They still like to be communicated with. Right. And they still want to know. So when we say can't over communicate, even if I tell you something one more time, then maybe you need to hear it. It's still going to feel good that you've been reinforced or the idea has been reinforced versus the concept. The other alternative is the biggest complaint. When their survey's done, one of the biggest complaints from clients in relation to realtors is that they don't tell them enough stuff. Right. And, I, and I'm guilty as charged, Your Honor. I am typically a person of few words, unless you put a camera or a microphone in front of me, then my mouth runneth over. But in, in, in a business relationship, I tend to talk less than maybe I should. And... So I've got to keep that in the background of my mind is, do they feel communicated to? Do they, are they aware where in the process we are and what the next step is? Because it's intuitive to me. I've done it for so many years. The next step is obvious and it's simple. I got to remember to bring my client along with me. Right. So one of our core phrases is actually that. The next thing is... Right. Yes. The next thing is we're going to remove the lockbox off the property. The next thing is you're going to get a building inspection or there's going to be a building mm -hmm. inspection. During that building inspection, you probably don't want to be home because the people that are doing the inspection and the realtor that's representing the buyer really doesn't want you around. And also it's a trap sometimes to hear all the negative things about your house because that's the purpose of the inspection, although they'll say good things too. And mm -hmm. then you may not agree with everything the inspector says. So it's just an opportunity for chaos. Right. And yet communicating the process and what to expect can't be overdone. Mm -hmm. And while we're talking about communication, yeah. we're communicating to you. And sometimes it's like shouting out into a chasm. <laughs> and the only thing we hear is our voice echoing in the room. And it would be lovely if you spoke back to us. So communicate with us. And the way you can do that is, is sending us an email at together at deckerteam.com. And we've also started sharing just exclusively for our really CHRI listeners and our Life's Inside Track listeners, because our cell numbers are not out there for public consumption. <laughs> well, they're not. <clears throat> well, saying on, they're on the radio show and they're not public consumption is pretty... What I'm saying is it's not in our listings. It's not yes. in because we want it to go through the team so that the right person can take care of you. Having said that, because you are in the community, as you move closer into the community, you get greater access. 
And mm -hmm. so if you want to text a question, the point of communicating isn't a one-way street. That's part of the lesson learned. It's a two-way. It's not just echoing or putting out information. It's what do we get back and what's the dialogue that's exchanged? Mm -hmm. True information being exchanged. I think so, they're waiting for your cell number. 613. 863-6058. Was that over-communicating? 613-863-6058. Right. And another fundamental is whenever you're doing something that you don't generally do is to get a informed guide or coach on your side, right? right. And we've done that through business significantly mm -hmm. through the years as we get the next guide or coach that we need for this season we go look for them we find them we hire them we mm -hmm. pay them and we get great results because of it exactly the other fundamental because i can't leave this one alone is caring for the details and making sure it's um easy for you to understand what is happening with all the details mm, that's right so what you want to do is leverage the Decker team's extensive experience to help you build wealth wisely. And we're honored to be positioning you to build wealth wisely in real estate because it's much more than just about the money. Yetta, you know, I discovered I love difficulties. What? Yeah, because they provide opportunities. We are honored actually that we've been able to create for you free access to over 603 life's inside track episodes where we get to share insider tips making house home how to get the most out of your money yeah uh-huh and the great news is you can get access to them from home from the office or on the go if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel you know what i'm going to tell you to do decker team youtube channel not just any youtube channel yeah right? yeah right <laughs> We're going to explore that we've learned that you can use the difficulty for your good, just not let it get you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no point because trying to change what you have no control over is a waste of time, a frustration. It gets you nowhere. Well, it gets you somewhere down in the doldrums. Yeah. It's Down like a rocking dumps. chair. It's like a rocking chair. Okay, yeah. let's go. A lot of movement, but you're not going anywhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and it might even be sad when you sit there for too long. No, no. Rocking chairs are comforting. Don't give me that. <laughs> okay, don't get you started. <laughs> no. All right. We're thinking about real estate specifically here. Yes. Right? In this particular segment. And we've, mm -hmm. we've been exploring, what have we been learning over this last season, this last year? And yes. the difficulty in our current market could be depressing, could be discouraging, could be daunting. Yeah. There's three great D words. Yeah. Discouraging, depressing, and daunting. Mm -hmm. And instead we're saying, let's not use that difficulty. Let's use the difficulty to get something good out of it rather than letting it suck us down. Right. And we've learned that the hard way. Because I think for part of the year, we started to get a little exasperated because it's hard to shift the way you do business and what client well and even even if we didn't need to shift the way we did business because we were pretty able to get mm -hmm. back to it mm -hmm. it took a long time for people to catch up to it because we were trying to get people to lead the market mm -hmm. rather than follow the market 
Yeah. And when you lead the market, unfortunately, in a market that's going down, which we've really experienced for about two years now, just coming up to two years, you have to price lower than the last sale mm -hmm. to lead the market. And so that was just a arduous opportunity where... Well, because the seller needs to adapt to where the market is. They need to adapt to the marketing process for this season, this market. It's a longer process. It's, mm -hmm. it's better prepared homes. It's better priced homes. And I mean, recently we had a client who was selling a home and they needed to adapt because we got them a, a premium price and then the buyer couldn't close on time because they had an issue with financing and one of their houses hadn't sold yet. And, and so we could have in that case said, okay, we're blowing it up. The buyer needs to, you know, maybe forfeit their deposit or we're going to put it back on the market. And what we realized was the market had shifted even in that, month or two so that we would never be able to duplicate well i shouldn't say never because maybe we could in five years or something right. but never in not the at moment, this time duplicate what we got for them and so then it was a time to adapt and adjust expectations and look at okay how can we delay the sale by you know 30 days give them time to make sure their place is sold and now that property has Close correctly? Yes, it Correct? has. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it has. I just wanted to verify because I don't get all the details every time. And they're delighted. And it required to function through the difficulty rather than getting ticked off and realizing that we weren't going to get their money on time and like all that story and saga that could be wrapped mm -hmm. up inside of it. We kept reframing going, how do we use this frustration and it wasn't frustration to actually help us propel forward and we you know in this season we wouldn't have gotten that amount of money again right. i mean i felt it was a miracle even when we did it the first time mm -hmm. so didn't really think the miracle was gonna and it was just it was perfect opportunity to negotiate just right there were more than one person that wanted it it mm -hmm. went way above anything i had imagined and so right. using even the upset to help propel them forward to get more money in their bank account was just a smart move. Yeah, and the other thing we did was we made sure that every cost that they had mm -hmm. to hold that house for another month mm -hmm. was covered by the buyer. So they got extra money so that they weren't out of pocket. They were inconvenienced, yes. but weren't out of pocket. Yeah, which is really cool. So if you're thinking, hey, I want to get in on this dialogue, I want to be part of the community more than just the Life's Inside Track episodes, I got some questions <laughs> to ask you based on what you just said. You know what to do. Just send us an email together at DeckerTeam.com and we will give you consistent updates, invite you into great things we're doing inside the community, like where we're actually learning and growing together, like through book clubs and, and answering your questions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes on the air, because some of these things that we share came from you, the listener, so that we can share it with everybody, not just the one person that asks us the question. Right, right. Now, another place that, no, this isn't really specific. This isn't an investment show, but it's important to know yeah. that as interest rates have climbed, the market's tighter. What happens with investment properties, properties that have two, three, four rental properties in them or more, 
um, their cap rate actually goes up, which means the value of the property goes down. It's kind of weird, um, but it means that because interest rates are higher, they don't cash flow without more income, without either more income or a lower price. So we're finding value for our investor clients mm -hmm. right now through this tougher market. Mm -hmm. So, and the other thing we talked about was, hey, you know what? Interest rates are temporary. Property values and the demand for property is not temporary. So we'll see prices gain as as interest rates come down. We'll see prices gain again, and it's a double win for somebody who's bought a property at a little bit what we might think is a lower price but a higher interest rate when the rates go down and the property goes up it's a double win they're paying less and they got a more expensive property well they have more equity too yeah so i think it's a triple win oh it's a triple i wrote triple down win 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 oh, okay. when we were doing the show <laughs> because that's if we can reframe we can use the f difficulty i keep thinking frustration difficulty they're so partnery mm -hmm. use the difficulty to get ahead rather than set us up for disappointment yeah. and we're even seeing long-term rates right now i don't know yeah. if you're aware of that even though the bank of canada rate has not changed we're seeing long-term rates have taken a slight decrease yeah. in december and so that's that's making it easier people who have locked in mm -hmm. at the at the lower rate and then if it goes even lower you get the even lower rate so one of the steps and we talked about fundamentals in the first show. One of the steps is get pre-approved. If you're going to go buy a property or you need to sell and buy, get pre-approved. That's that a fundamental. Done. And another is just maybe it means starting smaller just to get started. Mm, get into the get into the get market in. That's by how starting you use smaller. The difficulty. Buy a smaller yeah. property. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Albert Einstein, we believe he said this. You cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created the problem. And what I love is that together we're clarifying your options because when you get clarity, your wisdom will flow. Oh no, oh no, our property values have gone down. Since when? Like two years ago or when you yes, bought? Yes, two years. Okay, we are privilege to have been able to for over 30 years come alongside you not only to sell buy and invest in real estate over 3117 times to come alongside you to build your fund build your faith build your finances build your fitness and even strengthen heal and flourish inside relationship we're going to discover that what we've learned over the last season and i'm going to say relearned Learned mm -hmm. and new, because this is old news brought back to life. Sure. Is that timing the market is really less valuable than time in the market. Yeah. Yeah. Time in the market always trumps or beats timing the market. Exactly. Just mm -hmm. so good. And I'm sure if you're sitting in a situation right now where you bought in the last two years, you're thinking, what? Or especially if you bought two years ago. Oh, if you bought in a height, then hang on tight. Exactly. Let's say that again. If you bought in the height, hang on tight. Yeah, and we'll, we'll give a little caveat to that at the end of no, this No, we're going to do it segment. right now. Okay, do it right now. Because 
If you are saying, I bought at the height, I've lost a lot of money, but I still have a pile of equity, I want to make a move to a bigger house because I can gain more than I'm going to lose, and financially I can still do it, even with the, maybe I can port my mortgage, maybe I can handle the interest rates, maybe there is good reason. If you're in a modest home and you're thinking this is the season to buy the larger home, it may still be a good time. It may still be a good time. So yeah. we're, what we're saying is time your life, time what works for you that you can do at a given time rather right. than always be looking for what's the height of the market because it's most of the time, I mean, a few people lucked out and yet it eludes a lot of people because if you mm -hmm. bought in the height and you bought a larger home, then did it really help you? Even just though you've got on. a pile of money on your house. Just hang on. Yeah. And if you're thinking, well, I bought a townhouse and now I'd really like a bigger single. It's a little tight. Well, what you lose in equity on that one, you'll gain on the next one because the next one's gone down more. We're finding that, mm -hmm. you know, the million dollar house that was selling two years ago is now, you know, maybe down to 800 or 750 to 800. And the townhouse is down a hundred thousand, you know, from seven fifty to six fifty, or maybe yes, yeah, somewhere in yeah, there, yeah, somewhere in just, there, just just rough estimates. And so, where you lost a hundred, you may gain up another hundred by moving up so, in size if you can afford it, and all the cards align that way, right? And if that's not what you're doing, what we're also saying is kind of two messages wrapped mm -hmm. that we've learned is work within what works for you and take advantage of what the market's doing. Be resilient yeah. in mm -hmm. your approach. Yeah. And if this is all confusing, then, <laughs> then what you want to do is reach out to us together at Decker team, uh, ask your questions, or maybe it's a clarity call that's going to work for you. Mm. We're going to spend 15 minutes and just discuss your situation. What we see might be great options for you. Mm -hmm. And then, you can make decisions that are wise. Or maybe we come and do an actual consultation after the call. Maybe it's like, oh, you need more depth. We need to see your house. We need to see the house you're thinking of or whatever mm -hmm. the situation is. So it may take further investigation, further consultation, but at least you'll start that path and you won't be sitting there going, this is clear as mud, Ken and Yetta. Well, and, and part of that too, I think, is sometimes we feel when there's a bit of pressure, maybe the increased interest rates makes it feel like you can't afford to stay in your house anymore. And yet responding knee-jerk reaction can cost you a lot more loss than necessary. So slowing down the decision, not if there's an emergency. There are, we all know there are times to react like super fast. Mm -hmm. Right. If you have a medical emergency, you don't want to say, hey, I'm going to slow down the process here. Right. If you're <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's true. Right. We might want to slow down the diagnosis so we don't falsely prescribe. Right. But we don't want to slow down the process of getting right. the help we need. Right. So there yeah. are times where we need to make a quick decision. And yet most of the time, those are in emergency situations. Most of the time we will feel the pressure of what has to happen and then think a quick decision might be a good idea. And I'm going to tell you, slow it down, rethink, recalibrate, reset, and get some answers specific to your situation. I mean, when we've done that, we do so much better. Yeah. It's like slow down to speed up. 
Yeah. Because once you've slowed mm. down and you've got the clarity, then you can your your actions can be very very quick. Like some of our clients say when they're buying a property that oh my gosh, I couldn't believe how fast that went. And the reason it was able to go fast was we slowed down at the beginning. We did the consultation. We got, you know, they got their financing in place. Every All the ducks were aligned, so to speak. And by the way, sometimes ducks do that way, right? You see all the little ducklings walk after the duck. Yeah. Ducks do align sometimes. Right. <laughs> At any rate. Um, and then because we went slow at the beginning, when the right property came, fast, 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 they bought a house within a week. Or 48 hours or whatever the case well, may be, Well, I'm just be, saying right? the conditional yeah. period yeah, and that, yeah. you know. But things happen fast at the end because you're prepared at the beginning. Right. And we took the time to prepare for this episode or this segment, actually, where we wrote down six examples where we had helped buyers purchase a property anywhere from four or five years ago to 12 years ago, I think was the longest. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. took that sort of timeline and then where we've resold the property. And for the most part, the examples we used were, well, actually, I think all of them, they actually sold the properties in 2023. Yeah. So not at the height of the market, not in February of 2022. No, so or technically even they lost compared to March of two years ago. Right, because we could have used some of those examples too. We had lots of clients that bought in the lower times, four or five years ago, even two years before the peak, and they sold in the beginning of 2022 and mm -hmm. locked out. So we're not, yeah. we're saying, we're not even using those um, illustrious examples. Right. We're saying even if you bought five, seven, 10, 12 years ago, and that's the point, stay the course. Because even with the downturn, mm -hmm. still most people doubled and some tripled yeah. when they sold in 2023. So let's talk about some specific ones. We picked them from all over the place, all different price ranges, right? We had one uh, rural near the 401. Mm -hmm. um, Is that the one that they paid 115, 115 for? 115 bought in 2017. Yeah. yeah. We just sold it a few, well, a month or two ago. Uh, that sold at 354, I believe it was. Hasn't even closed yet. 354. And they did minor improvements. Because right. sometimes people are saying, well, if you did a complete gutter, you did a flip. Well, then that's, of course, that's the case. But these are not examples where there was extreme mm -hmm. work done. There was maintenance and a little bit of ongoing painting and care. Yep. Yeah. Another one, uh, 2018 was a condo in the city. Um, not like a condo apartment, it was like a, condo a garden townhouse. home, right? Bought for their son who was going to university, bought it in 2018 for 162 mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just sold it for 350 in yeah. 2023. Right. Yeah. And another one, can we do one more? Okay, squeeze it in. Okay, so this was a higher end property. They paid $8.95 about five years ago, resold it just a few months ago, and sold it for just shy of 1.4. So even in that price range, there was great wins. Mm -hmm. And we're grateful you've joined us on Life's Inside Track, because when we move forward together, together we got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.